in this episode, we're going to watch a breaking news story. I believe this story dropped last night. Let's watch it. We'll have the full story linked in the podcast description. CBS 2. This is how you're legally supposed to transport marijuana in Illinois in a vehicle with cameras, GPS, and no rear windows or markings. But illegal deliveries are reportedly happening by those who are not following the rules. In fact, more than a dozen licensed cannabis transporters are now suing the state of Illinois. CBS 2's Charlie DeMar is live in the control room with the story. Charlie. And Joe and Erica, those licensed transporters say those images that you just saw are evidence of illegal transports. And without regulation and enforcement from the state, they say there really is no incentive from dispensaries and growers to use those licensed transporters. This camera's mounted in inside here. Noberto Brown has poured thousands of dollars into his truck. This is to accommodate all the products that will require refrigeration. He intended to legally transport marijuana throughout the state. So we had to do all these steps and then for us to come up zero. You haven't made a delivery with this truck? haven't made one delivery at all. Brown was one of the first to get a cannabis transporter license. He custom fit his truck to follow state guidelines. There's no back windows. It's equipped with cameras, GPS, and other safety features. Wow, like we were just blown because we doing all this stuff to become compliant. Transporter Berwyn Tompkins blown away over these pictures that he says prove marijuana transportation laws are being skirted with no consequence. Like this minivan apparently delivering cannabis and another drop off allegedly by a company without an operational license in a vehicle with rear windows. We do think it is a resource issue. Attorney Ryan Holes filed a lawsuit against the Illinois Department of Agriculture on behalf of 13 licensed transporters, accusing the state of failing to enforce its own rules surrounding cannabis transportation. You basically get the market undercut and the transporters who are compliant just really don't have any chance. We're bleeding money trying to stay afloat. I can't keep paying the licensing fee every year to, to make zero zero sales. Are you optimistic that things will change, that you, know, that you can stay in business? I'm not optimistic at all. And those pictures you saw were entered as evidence in that lawsuit that was filed. And we asked the Department of Agriculture if they have issued any citations to transporters or for illegal transport, transportation in the state at all. A spokesperson declined to comment, citing that pending litigation. We are live in the control room. I'm Charlie DeMar. CBS 2 News. Joe, Erica. Charlie, thanks. I'm curious to hear what you all think about this report. Super interesting. Thank you to our friend Penny Hearts for sending it our way. Once again, it's linked in the podcast description if you'd like to see it uh, for yourself. It's the exact same video, but if you want to go to CBS 2 and see, they've written the story as well. So um, it, it reminded me of another story we've shown on the podcast in the past. So if you've been watching for any amount of time, this might be familiar for you, but if you haven't seen this video, I always like to show this video to um, people that aren't aware. So check this out uh, with regard to transport, the transportation of cannabis. Um, they briefly mentioned the rules and regulations and how stringent everything is. This report is from 
November 22nd, 2021. We'll have this linked in the podcast description as well. It has very tight rules for how cannabis can be transported and delivered. In fact, those rules are stricter than the federal guidelines for opioids, the most abused drug in America. Here's the story from Phil Rogers. Do we have more to grab? We're at a distribution center for Cresco Labs in suburban Chicago. And what these workers are loading is one of the most tightly controlled cargoes in America. The cargo is legal cannabis, at least legal in the eyes of the state of Illinois. But the rules for how it's transported are spelled out in pages of state regulations. Security is aware of every shipment that goes out, where it's heading, what time they should arrive. That security actually starts all the way back when the cannabis plants are grown. Each plant receives its own barcoded number. And those numbers follow the plants and their products through processing here at Cresco's suburban facilities, all the way through packaging, transport, and delivery to dispensaries statewide. Correct. And we refer to as seed to sale. Illinois law requires cannabis transporters to move their wares in vehicles where the products are locked tight in a separate compartment. Then there's a second set of locked doors outside. The trucks can't be marked. And at least one crew member has to stay in the vehicle at all times. What is this? This is our um, tracking software platform. Cresco's fleet is monitored in real time. Onboard cameras provide a view inside and outside the trucks, and GPS will alert the company if the truck tries to cross state lines. We know exactly where they're at at all times. But there's a bit of irony here. Remember, in the eyes of the federal government, cannabis is still illegal. But the Illinois guidelines for transporting pot are much stricter than the federal rules for moving much more dangerous drugs. It was very casual. Um, all of the product would go into my personal vehicle in a, just a standard Coleman cooler. Cresco's logistics manager, Joseph Franks, told us he used to work for a major hospital transporting everything from chemotherapy drugs to prescription painkillers. Where would it be in the car? It would be in my back seat. The DEA's position on moving even the most abused drugs in America, opioids like OxyContin, is that licensees are simply responsible for getting them where they are supposed to go. The federal regs say all applicants and registrants shall provide effective controls and procedures to guard against theft and diversion of controlled substances. We do have uh, millions and millions of controlled substances that are moved through the system through the mail, through UPS, through FedEx. Former DEA agent Jack Teitelman now works as a consultant on compliance with drug regulations. If you decide that you know your, your method of distribution is on the back of a bicycle and, a, and a, on a backpack because that fits into that neighborhood and you've never had an issue, then that might be the correct way of, of making that delivery into that neighborhood. 2811. That is not the case with marijuana in Illinois. Illinois is the most heavily regulated state that we operate in. Heavily regulated and lucrative, with nearly $1.8 billion in sales since it was legalized in Illinois just two years ago. Phil Rogers, NBC5 Investigates. All right, folks, that's all I have for you. I would love to hear what you think about that. Um, you can send us feedback on social media if you follow us on Instagram or Twitter. You can also go to chillinoynet slash contact. Both stories that we mentioned in this episode today will be in the podcast description. Take care, everybody.